Welcome to this episode of Space to Build, the podcast that celebrates the voices of hardworking women in construction. In each episode, we discuss a career in construction and explore the skills needed to build holistic success sooner rather than later as an emerging construction professional. Hey, it's Catherine, your host. I started Space to Build in 2020 while I was a superintendent for a general contractor. For years, I craved community and a means to connect with women who felt isolated in the industry. Since November 2020, our stories have been shared in over 40 countries across the globe. These experiences have brought new ideas to the table for both women and men in the industry. While I highlight the voices of women in architecture, engineering, and construction, this podcast is meant to be a resource for anyone, regardless of gender. In today's episode, it's just you and me, so get comfy and be prepared to take some notes. I want to highlight diving into your goals, finding your ideal companies, and how that translates into stronger resumes, first impressions, and interviews. I'll keep this short and to the point. And as always, my goal is to arm you with takeaways for you to add to your tool belt. Oh, real quick, before we launch into this episode, I want to share with you a new opportunity. I'm offering 10% off for an individualized interview workshop where you and I spend an hour sharpening your interviewing skills. We discuss your career goals and tips for maximizing your next interview. Did you know that most interviewers want you to ask questions too? It doesn't always need to be a strict Q&A where you're the one pumping out answers. In this workshop, we highlight your goals and arm you with questions you can take to your next interview. For the next 25 people to sign up for this one-on-one workshop, they'll receive a 10% discount. Please email me at katherine at spacetobuild.co to start your customized interview plan. In episode one of this season, I shared eight tips you can use to prepare for the career fair. And if you aren't sure what those steps are, let me recap real quick. Step one is to update your base resume. Step two is to dream big and think about what you want your future to look like. Step three is to research your dream companies. Step four is to update your resume based on those values and goals. Step five is to pay attention to first impressions. Step six is to plan out your experience. Step seven is to find familiar faces. And step eight is to kill it. But what we're going to focus on today are steps two and three, dreaming up your future and how it relates to finding your dream company. So in step two, you want to dream big. This means listing out what your ideal career looks like. Not saying you need to get all nitty gritty about it, but you're more than welcome to because I'm personally the type of person. But just think about where you want to live, the markets that are popular in that area, your salary goals, company culture points, roles that you're curious about, and if you want work from home options or early mornings, etc. Then think about the life you want outside of work. Are you interested in joining co-ed sports leagues? Do you want to live somewhere that embodies a certain type of culture? Do you want to go back home and be close to friends and family? Do you want to spend more time outdoors or be in a big city? Do you want to travel and catch my drift? There are so many questions you can take into consideration, but pick out what means something to you. For me, that meant I wanted to work with a general contractor in the commercial market. I also wanted to follow job security. So based off of what a lot of industry professionals had told me back then, was that D.C., Northern Virginia, and Southern Maryland were actually areas where there was really solid job security. So I figured, why not? That made sense. Let's go that route. But that meant whatever company I ended up with 
needed to value community service and have a strong collaborative and friendly culture because I was going to be a transplant after graduation. I'd have to start adulthood in a foreign area on my own, and I wanted to make sure I gave myself the opportunity to connect with others that were my age and in similar roles. In addition to that, I also wanted to make sure that I had the opportunity to give back to whatever community I ended up in, but I wanted to do that with a company that also valued that same concept. So when I graduated and went to work for my first company, I ended up working in a really close-knit office, which was really cool. We had regular social sessions. They encouraged breaks to chat, connect with coworkers. We went out to lunch. We played games, all of that stuff. And yes, we, we did work. <laughs> we also had retreats for the different levels of employees, including project engineers. So we got the chance to talk about, you know, what was going well for us? What were we struggling with? And we could talk amongst each other, but we also had the opportunity to talk to our higher ups and actually have that engaging back and forth conversation on those topics. We also had, I don't think they were really called ERGs back then, but they were essentially like small social groups. And there was one for the younger uh, employees of the company. And we went on happy hours and golf outings together. And a lot of those same individuals Um, I hung out with, also did some community service opportunities. So that was really cool. And these experiences, you know, honestly helped me acclimate to the industry and to my area. I also found out that my coworkers enjoyed playing sports. So many of them teamed together to join sports leagues, but that wasn't my cup of tea. So I never did them, but I thought that was a really cool thing to share with you guys in case that is something that's up your alley. Um, But it was at this company that I actually got roped into something I'm actually still actively a part of, and that's the National Association of Women in Construction. And that connection point has been one of the most impactful experiences of my career because I may not be at that company anymore, but I am still spending a lot of my time volunteering with that organization. But we can get into that on a whole nother podcast episode or maybe two while you're daydreaming, jot down parts you find yourself coming back to, you know, the non-negotiables, the things that just make you incredibly excited. And then create another column for the things that would be cool but aren't a must-have. And then let's move on to step three, and that's researching your dream companies. I absolutely loved using the company list that my school provided for us before the career fair. It was usually in some spreadsheet format that included job postings or job opportunities, rather, locations that were available to go to, markets they specialized, things like that. And that allowed me to go through the list and say, yep, that's something that's up my alley. Mm, I've heard about that company. Uh, Let me dig into that a little bit more and add that to my list. And nope, that one's definitely not my cup of tea. So then once I was able to go through and do that preliminary checkoff, I then dug into each company a little deeper. You know, I looked up their websites, their social medias, I even hit up Glassdoor to see what reviews current and previous employees shared. But while I was on their website, I looked at things like company values, um, dug into the projects that they worked on, because usually they'll give you case studies. And then I also pulled up their news section. And sometimes they're updated, sometimes they're not. But it gives you an idea of what they've recently worked on, things that they're proud of, people that they've promoted. There's a variety of areas that they can cover there. And you really gain an idea of what's important to that company. 
Or alternatively, if you're not finding anything recent on those pages, what you can also do is pop over to Google News and do the same search there. But hot tip though, while you're on that website, I would highly recommend checking out their job postings, right? This is a resource that I love using even today. It gives you a chance to update your resume or even come up with new ideas for your next conversation. You know, does part of that job description remind you of a situation you've been in and completely forgot about because I've definitely been there? Are there key action verbs that they use that you know would spice up your resume? Are there tasks that you forgot that to include on your resume? Um, so just kind of go through that and think about how you can use this as an extra resource for bolstering your experience. Now that we've honed in on your personal and professional goals and talked about what to look for in an ideal company, you can head into a few different directions. You can update your resume, which I honestly recommend no matter what stage you're at because it's always helpful to have. Come better armed to make a stronger first impression at their career fair. Or use this information to your advantage at your next interview. One move recruiters would love to see you do more often is to ask questions back to the interviewee. This shows that you are engaged in the conversation and have taken an active approach to your interview process. And if you can't tell, I am all about customizing experiences. I mean, we can ask questions that really matter and impact our own goals, not just something generic that you know everybody's going to ask because they're plugging and chugging some kind of question because they feel like they need to check it off the checklist. And it might be a little nerdy, but honing in on those extra interview questions that you can ask is what I love figuring out. So humor me, please. Send me your goals and I'll send you a question you can ask at the end of your next interview. But if you're feeling overwhelmed, like even just thinking about your goals just feels really overwhelming and you want somebody to help you walk through these different questions on a slower pace, you know, just reach out to me. Let's schedule a one-on-one workshop to prepare you for your next interview. Thank you so much for being here today. If you would like to chime in on the conversation, you can find us online at space2build.co. Yes, it's .co. We are also on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter at Space2Build. When you have a moment, do you mind leaving a review for this podcast? I read your reviews at the end of each episode, and I'm constantly looking for ways to improve. Any ideas to improve your experience will be more than welcome. And remember, you belong here. There is so much space for you in our industry.